Welcome to the Semicolon Podcast. This is a safe place to discuss a variety of topics centered around mental health. I am your host, Ashley McClellan, a social worker who has learned a lot about mental health along the way. I am here to be a voice, to support, and to learn with you all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Semicolon Podcast. I am back, even though I only took a week off. It really makes my heart glad when I get a text saying, where is the episode for this week? My goal is to release an episode each week, but sometimes life just gets too busy. And this past week was definitely a busy week for me, but a good busy. I was being very productive, especially when it came to work. But October will definitely be a busy month for me, but a fun-filled type of busy. Like this past weekend, I celebrated one of my best friend's birthday. Next weekend, I'm in one of my best friend's wedding. The weekend after that, I will be getting together with my entire team, spending some time with them, having a game day. And then later on that night, I will be going to my grandmother. She would have most of her kids grandkids and great grandkids all spending time with her to bring in her birthday we're gonna have food and have games so i'm really looking forward to that and then the week after the weekend after that i fly to mexico for a destination wedding so i will be booked and busy (laughs) so i must definitely prioritize and manage my time wisely this month especially so i can release episodes So before we get into today's topic, I do want to touch on that September 30th closed out Suicide Prevention Month. However, my reference to suicide prevention will not end there. We must always be thinking about suicide prevention and thinking about our loved ones. So I want you all to do something for me today. I want you to go through your phone and check on someone that you haven't checked in on in a while. Literally pause this episode so that you won't forget to do it later and then come back. A simple text or even a phone call would make someone's day just to know that you thought of them and wanted to check in and see how they were doing. Like I say, you never know what a person is going through. A person could have woke up today, woke up with some depression, woke up to some anxiety, probably just want to stay in bed all day, just not having a good day, or whatever the case may be. And just to know that someone thought of them and wanted to know how they were doing could really probably change their day around, and especially someone they haven't heard from in a while. So thank you to the people that took the time to do so. Okay, you all. So this week, we will be talking about self-love. What is self-love? According to the dictionary, it means regards for one's own well-being and happiness. But I can't lie, I like the Wikipedia definition that says, Self-love defined as love of self or regard for one's own happiness or advantage has both been conceptualized as a basic human necessity and as a moral flaw akin to vanity and selfishness. I just love how both definitions have the word happiness. 
So it is safe to say that happiness is a huge part of loving yourself. I know a lot of you all may be like, well, duh. Okay, that wasn't the case for me, okay? (laughs) It wasn't. Like, I'm just starting to learn that happiness is a part of self-love. Because it's like we often look for happiness in the wrong places. Whether it's a person, a place, a thing, a job, or whatever. We even look for love in the wrong places. So I do believe that happiness is something you create for yourself. Personally, for me, I used to try to find my happiness in other people. I wanted others to make me happy because I always went out my way to make other people happy. I have always been the type of person to put a person happiness before my own because that's what we do when we love and care for other people, right? Well, hate to break it to you, but that is wrong. Wrong on all levels. If we look for happiness in other people, we will be disappointed at all times. Trust me, I've been there several times. But we are human and humans disappoint. There's simply no way around it. So if we create a happiness from ourselves, then it would be hard for others to disappoint us. We will have our own happiness to fall back on. So going back to looking for love in the wrong places. Woo child. This is an episode by itself. (laughs) I can admit that I have always looked for love in the wrong places. Especially in toxic relationships. It was just that sense of wanting to be loved no matter the form it was given. Whether it was good or bad. But it was just that sense of feeling well, what I thought was love. I actually had a talk with my therapist on why I was attracted to people that's not available. And she did connect it to my childhood in reference to my mom not being available when she was in her drug addiction. And my dad, you know, not being available when he moved away when I turned one. Because growing up, it seemed like all I did and even just recently was, you know, just chase people that's not available or is not ready for what I'm ready for. And then the people that are, I push them away. Like, it's crazy. So my last situationship, let's be real, because that's what it was, was a real eye opener for me. I learned that I didn't love myself. I loved that person more than I loved my own self. I cried myself to sleep many nights while this person was just out living his best life. Best life, honey. And it's like I put up with so much that it broke me down. Completely down. And that's when it hit me like, Ashley, you don't love yourself. Some females, not speaking for all, hold on to a person that they know they should let go just to say they have someone. And I'm not judging because I've been there, sis, speaking to my ladies. And some men do this, too. And it's like, we know when a person is not good for us. When a person constantly have you crying and you're feeling sad and down, then you know that person is not good for you. And I'm sorry to say that, but that's not love. And remember, if you don't love yourself, then no one will. 
We must love ourselves before someone else can and before someone else will. So a few years ago, I got a tattoo that says, love yourself first. It's a daily reminder to love myself first. I haven't always been good at it. But this time around, I can honestly say I have made a lot of progress towards loving myself. And I'm actually content where I am in life right now. And I have often put out so much to the world, so much to other people, that there should have been greater pouring back into myself. And the more I poured into other people, it like the more it drained me and that's when, you know, I hit rock bottom. So it's like you have to give back to yourself so that you can remind yourself that you are worthy and that you are loved. So with that being said, you have to find your stream of self-care and self-love to revitalize your spirit and rejuvenate your soul. So here are a few things that you can do to jumpstart your self-love journey. (laughs) Say positive affirmations. Anyone that knows me know I am a fan of quotes. I literally have a quote wall in my apartment. I have all nothing but pink, pink sticky notes with different quotes. And I do take the time each morning to pull a quote from that wall and read it. And I place it back on my wall. And it's like we can often talk negative about ourselves saying things such as, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, I will never be able to do that, I'm not worthy, don't no one love me. And it's like the more we talk negative about ourselves, the more we will start to believe it. So wake up every morning with a positive mind and say something good about yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful or I am handsome. Put sticky notes on your bathroom mirror so that would be the first thing that you would see in the morning. And it's like we have to feed ourselves positivity because it's like the mind always want to navigate to the negative. And it's like, why can't we stay in the positives? But it's just like how the brain is wired, how the mind is wired. It's, it's weird. It's crazy. But it's like we have to condition ourselves. To think of the positive and what better way than saying positive affirmations so that you could start to believe those things. Because it's definitely easy for us to believe the negative things. So speaking of negativity, you have to unfollow negativity on social media. And it's okay. If there are things that don't make you feel good about yourself, then click that unfollow button. It's there for a reason. And it's okay to remove negativity out of your life no matter who that person may be. And it's like, don't get caught up focusing on someone else like that. You neglect your own. And I am guilty of this. I have done this. And I have always said that social media is a trigger for me. It's because we're first... When people, people put on social media what they want you to see, what they want you to know. And it's a lot of people that don't put their business on social media. So it's like, you won't know what's going on behind closed doors. But it's like, for some, it's like, you know, we see all these good things, like 
this person getting married, this person having kids, this person getting a promotion, you know, just all these good things, this person taking all of these trips and like, like what's wrong with my life? Like why I'm not at that point, but everyone is in their own lane. And, you know, like I tell people, we have the same 24 hours in a day. So if it's something that you really want, you have to manifest that. And it can happen, but we must be patient because God has a a time for everything. And I have I had to learn, like, Ashley, it's not your time to get married. It's not your time to have kids. God did bless me with a promotion. God did bless me with the ability to be able to travel, you know, so it's like, Ashley, some of the things you're seeing that other people are doing, you are doing, but just because you don't have it all doesn't mean it's like, I keep having to tell myself like, Ashley, you're young, you know, (laughs) you still have some time. So, you know, be patient. So it's okay to unfollow things that don't sit well with your spirit or disturb your peace. So taking care of our bodies and skin is also a sign of self-love. Remember what we put into our bodies reflect on the outside. So fill your body with good food and water that will nourish it and make it thrive. Also work out even if it's just walking. And one thing I can say, I grew up eating bad because it's like we had food stamps so of course you know you get all the you know stuff that would last for a month and you know we ate a lot of fried foods we rarely ate like healthy foods such as salads I my mom she did you know bake a lot of food like chicken and pork chops and things here and there but it's like you know we wasn't fed good healthy food such as you know, fresh vegetables and fruits and things like that. It's like, you know, cereal, noodles, pork and beans and hot dogs and you know which which was good. Can't lie, but you know, it's like that food is not good for us. So we have to take care of our bodies and take care of our skin. You know, and men Ladies, it's not just us females that have a a skincare routine. You need a skincare routine as well. You have to wash and cleanse your skin. So moving on, learning to say no is also a sign of self-love. This one was a very hard one for me because it has always been hard for me to say no. I wanted to be the person that didn't let others down and the one that people could always count on. But it drained me. I have mentioned in another episode, there'll be times when I know I don't have it, but I made a way so that I could help someone else so that, you know, I didn't let that person down and I could be there for that person. But it is draining and saying no doesn't make you a bad person. And it's like you can only give so much and only could give what you have. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't give everything that you have because you'll be left with nothing. Then when it's time for you to call on for someone for help, no one is there. So it's okay to say no. Ending toxic relationships is a sign of self-love. If a person make you feel anything less than amazing, then that person is not the person for you. Sorry to break it to you. If you find yourself crying more or down and sad that this is, then you know that is not the relationship for you. 
And don't get me wrong, our relationships are going to have ups and downs. But the good should always outweigh the bad. The ups should always outweigh the downs. And if you just find yourself constantly arguing with someone, constantly got to check on where this person at, what this person doing, trying to catch this person in a lie, then let it go. It's a million, it's a billion people in this world. And I, I honestly do believe there's someone out there for everyone. And I haven't found my someone yet, but it's okay. But I know that person is out there. But the, the most important thing that I have learned in this self-love journey is that in order to love yourself, you must know your love language. So there are five different love languages. Words of affirmations, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. I believe that we all love a little of these things, but only one would stand out over the rest. For me, my love language is quality time. I love spending time with people, especially with someone that I want to get to know, someone I want to be in a relationship with. And I get upset when I go weeks without seeing that person because quality time is my love language. And it's not, you know, I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't even think of the word, you all. But it's like, I know how to give people space. You know, it's not like I always have to be around you 24-7. But I genuinely enjoy spending time with people. You know, I could just be sitting in someone's presence. Like, they could be doing their own thing, probably on the game. And I could be on my laptop. As long as I'm in your presence, like you're here next to me, that means a lot for me. And so you have to remember that you can't love people in your love language. So that's the thing. It's like I try to force my love language. Like I need you here. We need to spend time together. But it's like, you know, you have to learn that person's love language as, as well. And you all have to meet each other halfway. So that person needs to love you in your love language. And you need to love that person in theirs. Because if you don't, it's honestly just a recipe for disaster. So therefore, my book recommendation, if you haven't read it already, is The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. There are so many different editions. So of course, I read the singles edition, which was great. So you all, I could go on and on about this topic. I will do a part two on ways you can practice self-love. During a self-love journey, you have to be patient but persistent. Self-love is something that needs to be practiced daily, but it can take a lifetime to master. So, of course, like I always do, I would like to end with this quote. Loving ourselves takes time. It doesn't happen overnight because it has taken us a lifetime to come up with all the reasons why we shouldn't. Embrace that the healing journey can sometimes be long and there's really no place to get to. If you're beating yourself up or judging yourself for not being enough, let this be the moment where you let that go and come home to the love that resides within you. Be gentle with yourself in this process. This is about you learning to truly be with all of yourself. That 
quote resonated with me on such a deep level like you guys I just love quotes (laughs) so you all thank you for listening please rate please leave a a review please let me know what topics you want to hear like I'm here for you all like I said I want to be a voice so please reach out and let me know what you want to hear So thank you all, and I can't wait to talk to you all in my next episode.